Alma chapter 34. Amulek testifies that the word is in Christ unto salvation. Unless atonement is made, all mankind must perish. The whole law of Moses points towards the sacrifice of the Son of God. The eternal plan of redemption is based on faith and repentance. Pray for temporal and spiritual blessings. This life is the time for men to prepare to meet God. Work out your salvation with fear before God, about 74 BC. Now it came to pass that after Alma had spoken these words unto them, he sat down upon the ground, and Amulek arose and began to teach them, saying, My brethren, I think that it is impossible that you should be ignorant of the things which ye have spoken concerning the coming of Christ, who is taught by us to be the Son of God. Yea, I know that these things were taught unto you bountifully before your dissension from among us. And as ye have desired of my bro- beloved brethren, that ye should make known unto you what you should do because of your afflictions. And he has spoken somewhat unto you to prepare your minds. Yea, and he hath exhorted unto you faith and patience. Yea, even that you would have so much faith, even as to plant the word in your hearts, that you may try the experiment of its goodness. And we have beheld that the great question which is in your minds is whether the word be in the Son of God or whether there shall be no Christ. And you also behold that my Brethren, has proven unto you in many instances that the word is in Christ unto salvation. My brother has called upon the words of Zenos, that the redemption cometh through the Son of God, and also upon the words of Zenos, and also he has appealed unto Moses to prove these things are true. And now, behold, I would testify unto you of myself that these things are true. Behold, I say unto you, I do know that Christ shall come among the children of men to take upon him his transgression of his people, and that he shall atone for the sins of the world, for the Lord God has spoken it. For it is expedient that an atonement should be made, for according to the great plan of the eternal God there must be an atonement made, or else all mankind must unavoidably perish. Yea, all are hardened, yea, all are fallen, and are lost, and must perish, except it be through the atonement, which is expedient, should be made. For it is expedient that there should be a great and a last sacrifice, yea, not a sacrifice of man, neither of beast, neither of any manner of fowl, for it shall not be a human sacrifice, but it must be an infinite and eternal sacrifice. Now there is not any man that can sacrifice his own blood, which will atone for the sin of another. Now if a man murdereth, behold, will our law, which is just, take away the life of his brother? And I say unto you, Nay. Behold, the law requireth the life of him who hath murdered. Therefore there can be nothing which is short of an infinite atonement, which shall suffice for the sins of the world. Therefore it is expedient that there should be a great and a last sacrifice. Then shall there be, or is expedient there should be, a stop to the shedding of blood. Then shall the law of Moses be fulfilled. Yea, it shall be fulfilled every jot and tittle, and none shall have passed away. And behold, this is the whole meaning of the law, every wit, pointing to the great and last sacrifice, and the great and last sacrifice will be the Son of God, yea, infinite and eternal. And thus he shall bring salvation to all those who shall believe on his name. These, This being the intent of the last sacrifice, to bring about the bowels of mercy, which overpowereth justice, and bring about means unto men, that they may have faith unto repentance. And thus mercy can satisfy the demands of justice, and encircles them in the arms of safety. While he that exercises no faith unto repentance is exposed to the whole law of the demands of justice. Therefore, only unto him that has faith unto repentance is brought about the great and eternal plan of redemption. Therefore, may God grant unto you, my brethren, that ye may begin to exercise your faith unto repentance, that ye begin to call upon his holy name, that he would have mercy upon you. Yea, cry unto him for mercy, for he is mighty to save. Yea, humble yourself and continue to pray unto him. Cry unto him when you were in your fields and over all your flocks. Cry unto him in your houses, yea, over all your household, both morning, midday, and evening. Yea, cry unto him again, the power of your enemies. Yea, cry unto him against the devil, who is the enemy to all righteousness. 
crying to him over the crops of your fields, that you may prosper in them. Cry over the flocks of your fields, that they may increase. But this is not all. You must pour out your souls in your closets and your secret places and in your wilderness. Yea, and when you do not cry unto the Lord, let your hearts be fully drawn out into prayer unto him continually for your welfare, and also for the welfare of those who are around you. And now behold, my beloved brethren, I say unto you, do not suppose this is all. For after you have done all these things, if you turn away the needy and the naked, and visit not the sick and the afflicted, and a part of your substance if you have to those who stand in need, I say unto you, if you do not any of these things, behold, your prayer is in vain and availeth you nothing, and you are as hypocrites who do deny the faith. Therefore, if you do not remember to be charitable, you are as dross, which the refiners do cast out, it being of no worth, and is trodden under the foot of men. And now, my brethren, I would that after ye have received so many witnesses, seeing that the Holy Scriptures testify of these things, ye come forth and bring forth unto repentance. Yea, I would that you should come forth and hearken, harden not your hearts any longer, for behold, now is the time and the day of your salvation, and therefore if you will repent and harden not your hearts, immediately shall the great plan of redemption be brought about unto you. For behold, this is life, is that this life is the time for men to prepare to meet God. Yea, behold, the day of this life is the day for men to perform their labors. And now, as I said unto you before, as ye have had so many witnesses, therefore I beseech of you that you do not procrastinate the day of your repentance unto the end. For after this day of life, which is given us to prepare for eternity, behold, if you do not improve your time while in this life, then cometh the night of darkness, wherein there can be no labor performed. You cannot say, when you are brought to that awful crisis, that I will repent, that I will return to my God. Nay, you cannot say this, for the same spirit which doth possess your bodies at the time that you go out of this life, the same spirit will have power to possess your body in that eternal world. For behold, if you have procrastinated the day of your repentance, even until death, behold, ye have become subjected to the spirit of the devil, and he doth seal you his. Therefore the Spirit of the Lord hath withdrawn from you, and hath no place in you, and the devil hath all power over you, and this is the final state of the wicked. And this I know, because the Lord hath said, He that dwelleth not in all holy temples, but is the hearts of the righteous doth he dwell. Yea, and he hath also said that the righteous shall sit down in his kingdom to go no more out, but that his garments should be made white through the blood of the Lamb. And now, my beloved brethren, I desire that you should remember these things, that you should work out your salvation with fear before God, and that you should no more deny the coming of Christ, that you contend no more against the Holy Ghost, but that you receive it and take upon you the name of Christ, that you may humble yourselves even to the dust, and worship God in whatsoever place you may be in spirit and in truth, and that ye live in thanksgiving daily for the many mercies and blessings which he hath bestowed upon you. Yea, I also exhort you, my brethren, that you are watchful unto prayer continually, that you may not be led away by the temptations of the devil, that he may not overpower you, that you may not become subjected to him in the last day, for behold, he rewardeth you no good thing. And now, my beloved brethren, I would exhort you to have patience, and that you bear with all manner of affliction, that you do not revile against these who do cast out you out because of your exceeding poverty, lest you become sinners like unto them, but that you have patience and bear with those afflictions with the firm hope that ye shall one day rest from all your afflictions.